Hey, welcome back to your first million. It's Arlen. It is July 9th, 2022. Yeah, Saturday. I'm back at home. I was gone for about six weeks. And um, I wanted to use this episode to talk a little bit about what I did over the summer or what I did so far over the summer during that time of travel, um, just to kind of give give you a few ideas about um, how being in the room can help you raise money, earn money, be around money, attract money, all of that, um, since this is your first million. So just wanted to do a quick update and say I'm doing well. Thank you so much for anyone who has sent a good word and... Um, or if I saw you in person, if I was lucky enough to see you in person recently and you you let me know you were thinking of me, appreciate you, um, I want you to know that I'm okay and I think, um, you know, the best is yet to come. So let me flash back a little bit. You know me, I don't do notes, so I don't, I don't really have a, I'm going to go by memory here. I started off, um, actually I started off in Laguna Beach. And Laguna Beach is a place that is very special to me today because about two years, three years ago, maybe almost like two and a half years ago, yeah, um, I started going there with my wife and we were trying to get away from LA and treat ourselves a little bit. And I went there for first for my birthday and just fell in love with it. And inst- I was so stressed. I'm always stressed, right? But I was so stressed. And the moment I got to our hotel and I could see the ocean, my whole body, the chemistry changed. Be- my, I, I was so relaxed and I was so optimistic. And I could see things in a certain perspective. It wasn't so um, doom and gloom. And just hearing the waves. I've always been that way about the beach, though, about the ocean since I was a teenager and first came to Los Angeles at 15 or 16. Um, I, when, as a young adult, I used to go to the beach. If I, if I could, if I was around one, I would go at night and I would just listen to the waves, you know. Um, so I've always been really connected in that way. So I've been there four or five times since. And every time I go there, I say I want to share this with our team and um, I want them to feel this feeling too. So we did a runner retreat. We also did a a backstage partner retreat um, and some meetings, a lot of meetings and a lot of things we're working out and I got COVID. (laughs) I I, I was tested for COVID and, and realized that I had it when I first got there. So Every time we go somewhere like South by or you know somewhere where that we're meeting as a group at runner or backstage, I make sure now that we all get tested more than once usually because I just want us to be safe and as protected as possible, but I want us to be able to still make moves and wouldn't you know it my first time getting covid it was the kickoff of that event so the 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 teams got to get together and did some amazing things and i think they will um benefit us as a as a whole like the as as stakeholders in my opinion and um the the two companies i think they will be beneficial for years to come because of the things that were figured out in those rooms 
together for that few those few days. So that's how it kicked off. I, I isolated in a hotel room. Um, and then after I did the CDC um, uh, suggested or mandated time away from people and time away from travel, I came back home. I isolated some more days. And then I went to Europe and UK. So I went to London first, from LA to London. I um, I had some meetings there, some pretty important meetings that were kind of like big, some deals that I have in play for myself, for backstage. Um, some of those things you'll see play out over the next few months. And so I was really happy to have those kind of kick things off. I also got to see some incredible art. So I saw Billie Eilish in concert with uh, my friend's family and a few a few others who are new friends who are um, associates now. And it was just really great, really inspiring. Um, I love her work and... I realized she could be my daughter. I realized that a few times during the show. I was like, oh, this this is hap- this talent is coming from an 18-year-old. Incredible. I love that she had a very sparse stage. It was just her, her brother, Phineas. Phineas, I don't know if he goes by Finn or not. Um, and a drummer. And it was just so, so amazing the way that they used that stage in that arena. Um, and then I got to see a play. Uh, one woman play, the actress Jodie Comer. If you've ever seen Killing Eve, she plays Villanelle. If you've never seen the if you've never seen the show, check out the first season. Just kind of get an understanding of how incredible an actress, an actor, this person is. And then the play itself. The play is about consent, and I'm still not over it. I'm still not quite sure that I saw what I saw in that room and I I just I don't want to you know do overkill here but I just Jody is so talented she's so incredibly talented and I was I was honored to be in that room and that small theater uh, I think it was six or eight hundred people and sold out for 14 weeks apparently and I just was so honored to be someone who got to see that so that was really beautiful. And anytime I see art like that and talent like that from someone like Billie Eilish or someone from like Jodie Comer, something that's like otherworldly to me, it helps me get inspired with business. You know, it can't always be you're just trucking along and you're only working on your company and you're only working on spreadsheets and you're only working on traction and what the next milestones and KPIs are. That's not that's not the play, in my opinion. The play is a tapestry, a canvas. It is letting your mind uh, get challenged, letting your mind wander, letting your mind um, get, being inspired by other people, either the way they do business or the way they, way they do art. And so I always try to mix things up and get a little bit of both in in the in the uh, diet if you know what I mean you know like just kind of just just 
walk, I walked out of both places like, okay, let's go. Like, this is why I want to be alive. This is why I want to be, this is why I want to be successful so that I can keep seeing stuff like this. So I can keep helping other people see stuff like this. So I can back stuff like this, you know, like just kind of re-inspiring yourself as much as possible. Something big or small could be a movie that you watch. It could be music that you listen to on your headphones. It doesn't have to be expensive. It doesn't have to be crazy. It just needs to be allowed into, into your atmosphere and, and kind of given permission by you to inspire and to, to not look at things as like, okay, this is business, this is work, and then this over here is play. No, no, no. Art is definitely meant to inspire uh, a business mind. So that was really cool uh, for my first week in London. From there, we went to Paris. Um, and Paris was great. I was only there for like two days, uh, but I, I liked it. I liked it more than I've liked it any other time I've gone. And uh, my wife said the same. Anna said the same. She's been three times prior, and she said that the fourth time was her favorite time. That was my f- favorite time, too, even though it was a very short trip. Um, there was something really beautiful about, I mean, Paris is beautiful, like, don't, don't get me wrong, but I think in the past, I just didn't appreciate it the, the right way. And so I just uh, really enjoyed myself, really enjoyed um, being grown and, and <laughs> being in Paris. And uh, I spoke at a tech event called Viva Tech. And uh, I was on a main st- on the main stage. I followed, uh, you know, some ver- some billionaire companies, uh, three men who were talking, and uh, it was it was interesting. It was there were a lot of people in the audience who got it, and a lot of people who wrote to me afterwards and appreciated what I had to say. But there were definitely like some glazed over looks when we started talking about diversity. Her, the title was about diversity, so it reminded me of. Silicon Valley, 2017, 2016. It was sort of like, oh, okay, you're, oh, 2018. Like, oh, you're, you're coming in here to talk about that, okay. And that's okay. You know, we have to start somewhere. Um, it's not my first time speaking in Paris, but you have to have that foundation. And I, I, felt, um, I felt that it was important to, to be there. And I appreciated being invited, and I'll go back, you know. And maybe this time, if there are 30 people in the audience who got it, maybe 60 people will get it the next time, and then so on and so forth. That's what it's about. That's the only thing we can really do is, is try to make it better each time. After that, we went to Stockholm, and I went to an event called Brilliant Minds. Some of you may know it, some of you may not. It is put on, originally put on by the uh, CEO of Spotify, that's based in Stockholm as well. And in 2019, I was in the city when it was being put on and when Obama was a keynote and other people were keynotes. And I actually met some some lifelong friends, I think, uh, during that time. And I also got to um, just have some really interesting connections that I don't think I would have ever made if I wasn't in the city. So this year, um, I was invited I went to it. I think it was supposed to be 300 people invite only. I think probably 500 were there, but you know, I, I wasn't counting one by one, but I think that's kind of the scale of it. And if you saw any video of me on Instagram or Twitter where I'm walking through like a ball court, you know, like you're going to go to Chuck E. Cheese, um, that, was, that, that was at Brilliant Minds. They wanted, that's how you got into Brilliant Minds um, if you were able-bodied. And so 
uh, they wanted to do things differently. So it was great. Saw Alicia Keys. She spoke. That was really cool. Um, um, and a lot of other people spoke that there. You know, Gail King was spoke a few times. Um, and then just being in the building and being around people. Um, I got to meet Emma Watson um, from from Harry Potter. She she was there, and I got to talk to her a couple of times. I told her that I really loved her her book club because it's like a feminist book club that I saw her doing for a couple of years, and um, I I do I really like it, and um, I know she was gonna look me up, so I'm I'm happy to have met her. She was very very cool, very down to earth. You kind of forget that she's like you know almost every human uh, knows her of any certain age range knows her. She was very low key, very cool, and um, it was it was another thing that was like inspiring because I was hearing from a lot of people, but also having these one on one conversations with people who want the world to be a better place, who want to change the world, just like you. You want the world to be a better place, and you want to change the world, and so you don't have to be in the brilliant mind's room for that to be the case. I think I represent you know a few thousand of us and. Each person who's in the room represents a few thousand people or a few million people. I think that's the point. So uh, I appreciate it being invited, and I, I hope to come back next year or a, a year ahead where it makes the most sense. After Stockholm, okay, so we went to Cannes. So Cannes, France, which is at C-A-N-N-E-S that I used to call Con, but I think it's Cannes. I think that's how you really pronounce it. Um, and not the film festival. You might have heard of the film festival or gone to the film festival. This is actually the marketing festival that happens a few weeks after the film festival. Film festival happened in May. Marketing festival happened in June. So I went to that. It's a full week. It is. Uh, it was really interesting. It was my first time there. I was invited to go and speak and to have a few key meetings. And... Um, Definitely liked being there. I, I and I got to see I got to see a good friend of mine, Alex. Um, I hope Alex one day listens to this because got to see Alex for the first time in years. I couldn't believe it. We keep up with each other online, so it feels like we've seen each other more recently. But I knew Alex back in my West Hollywood days, going to the Abbey, going to truck stop, going to here. You know, shout out if you know what I'm talking about. Um, so I'm 41. I would have met Alex when 26, 15 years ago. She's going to have to check my math on that. But, um, yeah, we rolled for a little bit and, and for a few years and, and then we saw each other this time, we, you know, kind of saw each other going to be there and it's just a really cool reunion. She's doing amazing things. She has a, a cool show on PBS. It's a cooking show. Um, Alex Themopoulos, you can look her up, Alex Themopoulos. And then, um, and then I just had these great, great meetings. And again, I think you'll see some of the fruit of that over the next few months. And I'll, I'll kind of call back to this and tell you what I was talking about. But some of that's in play. Um, some of it's personal. Some of it's backstage related. Some of it's runner related. Um, but it all kind of goes back to the same bucket because bring in, you know, the, the top of funnel. So again, I want this to be just anything you can pull from this. So top of funnel, if you think about a funnel, you think about pouring into a funnel and then it goes into something smaller and it's like more focused. 
if you if you've ever wondered or questioned like why do you why do you do paid speaking why do you do public speaking why do you go on podcasts why did you start write, write a book um why are you on the talk <laughs> why are you going to can uh why do you uh, you know go speak at this place or that all of it i consider top of funnel things that create opportunities for backstage capital for runner hirerunner.co my new company, Backstage Capital, my fund that I've had for, you know, years. And I also think, you know, I know that it's opportunity for me. And when I say me, I mean um, just being able to build wealth and build um, foundation for years to come. Um, I want to be able to give my family experiences and provide for them. And, you know, I think about that on a daily basis. So, Coming from where I came from, where we just didn't know day-to-day if we are going to eat. Um, it's important to me to be successful. It's important to me as a black woman to be wildly successful and very loudly successful. And to be a blueprint for people. So that's not going to stop anytime soon. Uh, if anybody is feeling some type of way about me showcasing uh, the stuff, the, you know, the, the things that I am able to accomplish, you, you might want to just dial out now because that's only going to ramp up if I have anything to say about it. Um, I'm going to keep buying shoes that are purple and I'm going to keep showing you online. I'm going to keep charging $50,000 to speak because that's my rate and I'm going to keep telling you about it. I'm going to keep paying my mom's rent and being very proud of that and taking her on trips and watching my brother jet ski. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's going to keep happening. So you got to keep you got to, if you have any, feel any type of way, first of all, unpack that for yourself. Wonder why you have so many issues with what I do personally. Um, second of all, think through the fact that I have more than a million dollars worth of scholarships to black scholars. Think through how many millions and millions of dollars I have earned, generated, raised, um, inspired for for founders across the country and the world and what that'll look like a decade from now what that could possibly look like a decade from now not to mention the 200 companies invested in and growing so unpack all that for yourself fair warning it's happening and i'm doing it for myself i'm doing it for my family and i'm doing it for you I'm doing it for you. I'm trying to be the blueprint. We can't afford to be shy about this and to be apologetic. We, uh, I think we can go forward. I think we can be successful and kind at the same time. And that's my mission. So that's what I was doing at Can. After Can, um, my, my mom and my brother and, and Angel, his fiance. They all went home to Dallas, and then I went back to London for another week uh, solo. So during that wrap-up week in London, I had a book signing, which I showed some video online. If you want to check out Instagram, Arlen was here. And I had a couple more really, really, really key meetings um, that, that one more time you're going to see the fruit of uh, over the next, I would say, six to six to 12 months. Um, 
And it was also a good time to rest a little bit. Um, you know, I, I went through some stuff and just having that time to listen to myself was good. And I'd have a lot of input was good. And then, and I love London. I really love London. I could live there, I think. I think London is just really lovely and it's my it's my cup of tea, no pun. Uh, after London, I flew right to New Orleans and I went to Essence Fest, which uh, if you haven't been to Essence Fest, if you didn't get a chance to go yet, try to go next year. It's really, 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 really cool. Really, really fun, really cool. Look it up online, see if it's your thing. Um, it It's just really nice. Every time I go, I've been going since, I think, 2017. And they didn't have it the last couple of years, but it's it's just it's just always fun. And Janet played, you know, you know I'm gonna be in the building. Janet's there, if I can help it. And Patty LaBelle, my mom got to see her. I brought my mom back out, um, or she flew herself out actually. My mom flew herself out to New Orleans from Dallas, and got to see Patty. Um, got to see just a, a lot of people, a lot of people. The last thing I'll say as I wrap this up. Is in a um, little bit in Paris, but a lot of bit in London, a little bit in Stockholm, a little bit in Cannes, actually. That was really cool. Uh, but a lot in London, a lot in New Orleans. I just have to say one more time that I, from the bottom of my heart, appreciate the love that I get so, so much. I will never, I hope, if this ever changes, you gotta, you got to let me know. But I will never, ever, ever take that for granted. I will never get old to me when someone walks up to me or stops me somewhere and says that something I've done has helped them. Um, I mean, from the moment I landed in New Orleans to the moment I flew out, I had people everywhere I went saying something to me. Um, shout out to the woman who was doing the coffee in my hotel. Um, she, You know, she, I don't think she knows Mark... Andreessen. I don't think she knows, um, you know, Sequoia Ventures, but she knew me. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Let, you know, correct me. But I just, I just, I love that because it means that um, the message is getting out to people that need to hear it. And that people know, like black women are understanding their value by something I'm saying. And that's just like the most important thing to me, to be frank. So like all day long in New Orleans, love, 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 love from every which direction. And we're just getting started. That's the part that's tripping me out is that not that many people know me yet and they're going to. And so it's just for that, for there to be that much love and that much support in a room, you know, um, or in walking down the street or at the airport or. All of that is uh, it's very special to me, so I appreciate you. The last thing I'll say is one person who's like this this millionaire dude who, who has had a lot of television success, uh, he told me during this trip, he said, he was kind of like reading my fortune a little bit, and he said, you're going to be very well known and you're going to become uh, bitter for the lack of privacy. <laughs> and I was like, okay, that's interesting. That's interesting. And he said, yeah, it's going to happen in the next couple of years. You'll be known to almost everyone, but you're going to, you're going to miss your privacy. 
So I'm, I took that to heart. Um, he's watched a lot of people go from being obscure to being well-known. And maybe I can get ahead of it now that he gave me a warning. Maybe I can, like, not, you know, maybe not be so bitter about lack of privacy or not have lack of privacy. Maybe I can change that a little bit. Not quite sure how. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to tell you about that. I also hope that it helped in somebody do something, think about something in a certain way. Um, it's not always about what I say. Sometimes it's about what I'm doing, just kind of, um, breaking down what I'm doing, where, what kind of moves I'm making, what, what kind of things I find important, where I'm putting myself that you can observe and, take that rather than just what I'm talking about. So don't look at it as like, okay, why do I care that she was in Stockholm? Rather, like, what is a conference that is attainable to me that I can get into the room over the next six months? I can be there, with, whether it's local or elsewhere, that I can meet three or four people who we, we do deals with over the next year. Um, they become customers, they become partners, there's a partnership, a collaboration, there's, there's something that happens where I'm able to help them, they're able to help me, and we're better off for it a year from now. Because when I went back, and I can go back in a year, you know, after I go to these places, I'm like, man, it's been a year that went by in a flash, that 30-minute conversation we had the first time changed everything, and then we got on Zoom, or we got in person, and things started snowballing from there. So really start thinking about not, you know, I talk about networking versus networks. It's not about going to a conference and getting your card into the hands of 100 people if you do cards. It's not about meeting everybody you possibly can or even standing at the end of the stage to meet the person who walks off the stage. It's not that, you know. It's about what are those three or four core relationships that you can spark by being in the room that means something to what you're working on, whether it's for your career or for your, your, your company, your nonprofit, your acting career, your music career, what are those key relationships you can start building by being in the room? Proximity. Proximity is so important. It's how everybody that you uh, admire everyone who you are like, oh, I want to do that. I wish I had that. That's how they got there. Every single one of them. Every single one of them got there from collaborating with someone else and doing partnerships and deals and making moves. They didn't do it by being alone and saying, okay, I'm just going to sell this thing online. I'm going to try to sell a bunch of this stuff online. That's just not how it worked. So um, if it seems daunting, if you're like, I don't have that, and I don't have any connections, I don't have anybody that I can roll with, you actually can. Either, you know, if you're able-bodied, you can go in person maybe, or if you have the money, you can go in person. If you're not, or you don't, you can do online maybe. Go to these events, get into the chat room, um, talk to the organizer, see if you can volunteer, see if you can get a list, you know, like... Make things happen for yourself. I know I keep saying I'm going, but I just have to, I have to stay on this high horse for a second. Got to stay on the soapbox for a second. You can't sit back and let life happen to you. 
We don't have time. I'm trying to like shake you up and give you some tough love. You can't sit back and get upset that the world is against you. Because man, the world is against all of us right now. My God, we're going through some stuff. But we can't. So we. this is a time where we have to jump to it. We got to get get alert. We can't let it happen to us. We got to get alert. We got to get inspired. We got to get right and focused. Say, what do I want? What do I want? How can I be helpful to others? And how can I get the thing that I want? And no more excuses. No more excuses. No more, nobody's going to invest in me. Nobody's invested in me. Nobody's giving me money. Get up. Stand up. Walk forward. Let's go. We don't have time for it. We don't have time for it anymore. You got to make stuff happen for yourself. Make stuff happen for yourself. Nobody's coming to save you. Nobody's coming to save me. Make stuff happen for yourself. Let's go. I say it with all the love in the world because I want to stand right next to you as we go forward. I would never send you somewhere that I wouldn't do myself. Let's go. Are we ready? Let's start getting creative. Let's do it. Doesn't happen overnight. It's not going to be magic. But we can make things better today than they were tomorrow. Uh, we can make things better today than they were yesterday. And we can make things better tomorrow than they are today. We can. I believe in you. I believe in me. I believe in us. Let's go.